Hey everybody, welcome to the Chase Talks Hip Hop Podcast And I just want to say thank you to all my listeners And before anything happens, please like, subscribe, leave a 5 star review Show some love for your boy out here I appreciate everything, let's get into the show If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. These are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Thank you so much. My name is Chase. This is Chase Talks Hip Hop, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. I would like to thank StereotypeCo.com for officially sponsoring the podcast and looking out for your boy Chase. And I want to thank them for making awesome clothing, making great content, blogs, conducting awesome interviews. It's a really great platform, and I would love it if the Chase Talks Hip Hop family could extend an arm and meet up and please, please support StereotypeCo.com. The reason I support them so heavy is because they support me heavy and i appreciate everything that they do to look out for me i love the clothing i love uh, what dave noodles has done to build the company it's really something i can stand behind and i think it's something you should check out so please if you're tired of me talking about it click the link below and check out stereotypeco.com for awesome awesome content and awesome awesome merch thank you Hello, hello, welcome to the Chase Talks Hip Hop Podcast, and today I'm very excited to have Dave Noodles on the podcast. I recorded this last Wednesday at the Third Wheel Studio. If you heard the Mr. Morale and the PG Lang episode, or the episode before that, I mean, where I discussed my plans for this week, dropping the show, I got into a bit of a snafu and I couldn't get everything out on time, but if you are listening to this, today is Friday. And that means the video should be up on YouTube. I'm going to try to get the link set up. But overall, I just want to give the highest of praise to Dave Noodles and Stereotype. Great company. Great person. And this interview is awesome. We explore a lot of topics. And he gets very personal, very candid. And, you know, he's just such a motivational dude. And I said this before in, in my podcast earlier this week. This guy literally did a, a marathon or like some some type of foot race um, between me releasing the podcast and recording the podcast. So this dude, uh, he lives up to his word, is very motivational. He's a hell of an entrepreneur, a really good dude, and I'm very excited for you guys to listen to this. I appreciate everything, and yeah, let's get into the show. tip my hat to you because besides me there are hundreds probably thousands of artists that you have not even just rappers we're talking photographers writers graphic designers like you you have really used your platform to give people a voice and one thing i really like about your website is that it's the initiative of we're in this together and not to stop dreaming and i love that idea of you know we can't have this blind eye towards each other we need to be supportive towards each other because then we build this beautiful network and with with you starting your your business you starting stereotype co 
what was your initial motivation and how do you feel like reflecting on it like what what were some of the things that may have seemed like um may have seemed like challenges that you look back on and you're thankful happened like that you find them insightful yeah yeah so when we started it was uh my brother and was my good friend paul and we were just dudes that love music you know we there was a time in my life where i was making it and there were a time where they both were as well paul still does to this day and um we just wanted to wear something at these shows, you know. We just wanted something to wear, and I, I always wanted merch. And I was like, okay, well, let me just come up with a design. I, I, I took a class. I learned how to screen print. I used one design that I made on Photoshop, and I didn't even know really what I was doing on Photoshop, just made the design, and it was just mad clever. Like, people love stereo and the word type and it wasn't even intended to be the brand name but then it it became the brand name just off the love and i think the love was just the root of everything music and love like we we love music as you see the boom box but then the love just kept everything going like we loved what we did i i love doing stuff and making <clears throat> products and making shirts and that was me growing up i wasn't always the loudest kid and even today you'll be in a room with mad people you won't even really hear my voice out of everyone but like what I wear is been my way to communicate for a long time I always wanted like the shirt and I always took pride in having the shirt that no one else had so I think I just became and made what I always loved you know and it just kept coming back to the love of it and um it's it definitely wasn't easy because you you're doing what you love just as a passion and it's a hobby which there's really no there's no limit to it right you're just doing it it doesn't matter if you sell it doesn't matter if you hit a number because you got to pay the bill but then it became more real for me when it became the only thing I did and um that you know that was a journey like maybe seven eight years in to what I was doing because it it would just started off as something that I just did on the side and but it was part of my life and part of my DNA but it wasn't part of like my career but then the the tricky part is finding a way to make it your full-time thing which was even today I'm still always trying to figure something new out and just that's why I say don't stop dreaming because I I always have to dream more and I hit these walls. I'm like, oh man, if I want to get this house, how many shirts do I got to sell? There's a, now there's like these new pressures. Oh, if I have a, a little one or if I have a little two, how many shirts do I got to sell? And now it's like, I love that, but then it's like the reality of it too, which isn't always fun, but I think that's just life too. Like all the it's not always fun the stuff you love there's these responsibilities and like seriousness to it but that's what i love too i love being serious about what matters you know and still having fun in the process so there's always a new challenge there's always me figuring it out and but i just try to keep dreaming like okay what could i do next oh we got this type of technology oh i could get this equipment oh i could get this 
uh, I could do a new collab. And, you know, and it, then it just keeps breathing fresh air into what I'm doing. Um, and it, it forces me to just keep going. Well, thank, well, thank you for, for going because it's inspiring because for, for me, I'm not, I'm kind of picky with clothes and I, I'm not the, the type of person who loves everything. But the reason I gravitated towards your clothing was because it had that hip hop energy as in it was unique. Y'all, you aren't afraid to, to try different things. And what I like about your selection when I look through your when I look through your inventory is that you kind of have something for everybody. You have for me, I, I like black t-shirts a lot with like the graffiti type with this graffiti type look. I, I love how it sets. And then I, I know you, you sent me that tie-dye shirt. I love it. And I I appreciate the fact that you what you just said too about life not always being easy or you're it's not always gonna be fun. Yeah, that, that's that's the harsh reality because I mean, you know, I, I fluctuate based on if I have coffee, you know, so it's I, I, I get it entirely. You know, we as humans, emotions are so freaking fickle, but that that motivation to keep going is not. And, you know, you coming up, I want to ask you, since you, you said that you you initially got into the clothing company from being a musician, hanging out with musicians. I actually want to ask you and like, I want to go back with you. What was that like in, in those early days, uh, discovering yourself, discovering your identity, the, the music you loved, the upbringing and, and going into that before you, you actually started making shirts at all. How, how was that era like? It wasn't the most comfortable because I was kind of like, alone a lot of the time i i didn't have friends growing up who were into it or they a lot of my friends growing up all had beside this is besides paul mars because this is like my childhood you know like batman and robin vibes like ninja turtles like straight up like not counting him but like all my other really good friends they were already caught up in real serious life stuff they were getting their careers real early so like they came to a show but like it was seasonal you know and like I was never in like a fraternity where I had like 50 friends that were always there you know like I always cut had a friend in all these little pockets but I never really had a crew crew but I had I had mad friends all over um, so it was hard to be like, yo, this is my tribe because I had one guy here, one guy there, one homie there, one homie there. And like trying to connect all that was tricky. And I see a lot of homies now, they grew up with 20 kids. They're all together. They all come to the show. And like that feeling of having that startup community when you're doing something was crazy that I see. And I'm like, damn, I, I like, I wish I had that. But then I'm like, damn, I'm blessed because I have someone in this nerd community, I have someone in this comic community, tattoo community. And then I was just like, well, okay, well, I'm going to build my own. I'm going to build my own community. And I'm just going to try to connect as many people as I can. If they're part of the brand or not, even if they build their own brands with it, I was just like, I just want to do that. So, like, growing up, it wasn't the easiest because I I've kind of felt like I was a voice always just trying to be heard. And I like doing the music. It it wasn't always 
there weren't really platforms like this show or like Maker Park Radio or different things that like now they seem very widespread. All these people doing pods and blogs and all this. When I was like early 20, that that was scarce, man. There was, There wasn't much of it. And I was always like trying to find something. And then when I did, it was like, no responses it it was not the most fun and then you want to do a gig it was like oh, okay four hundred dollars or you got to pay this or and like i had very little coming up like i was literally taking what i was making and putting it right back in and coming out of pocket so it wasn't the most joyful but i think it was cool because growing up I didn't really struggle that much. My struggle was more trying to figure out my who I was. Like, I didn't really have a struggle. Oh, man, I don't know what I'm going to eat. Oh, my dad's not around. Like, I never had those struggles. My struggles were like, who am I? Like, what do I love the most? Like, and how do I share that? And then when I started actually doing it, that's when I started really struggling. I started struggling that way, like, just trying to understand how to get people at a show or how to even pay for a show or like doing a show and losing money and stuff like that. And like being an artist was like my first time like struggling um, because I'm, I'm blessed. Like I grew up in a, a good neighborhood. I had both, I had both my parents. They, and that to, compared to many other friends of mine is super privileged. You know, I know a lot of friends that didn't have those advantages. I had that. But, like, being the artist was the first real struggles of my life. and um, But it was good because I always say with pain, there's power, right? Like, because you, you start learning shit. You start being like, damn, like, I learned from this. Okay, I got to try this next time. Oh, okay, that person's maybe not the best for me in this. But maybe I'll try this. And then these, I felt like I just started learning so much more. When I started just putting myself out there. And everything you explained, it's very powerful because there are going to be people who do listen to this or see this. And they're going to, that, that's, uh, everything you said was very powerful. But that one thing where you said <clears throat> pain is power and, and the absence of it, you know, it can actually cause uh, more of an uh, more of a deeper pain but the fact that you knew that the pain that you were picking would have a, a payoff um it, whether in just happiness joy money stability i think that's what so many people are searching for you know I, there there are lots of people in this world um in this country you know that they work jobs they don't want to work they do things they don't want to do based purely on circumstance and you know and then even people who who may uh have a more perceived privileged life they they might have this internal struggle of oh well my dad wants me to be a lawyer or a doctor i don't want to be those things i, I how do i contend with that i want to be a carpenter yeah. you, you know it, there are so many things that go into these decisions that people make but the entrepreneurship behind your clothing it stands out because you you take so much time with the art like for instance on your website you have this virtual art gallery where it it pretty much puts you there it's it's an art gallery 
and it's three dimensional. You can you can look at a lot of the art that that um, is applicable to to the shirts you sell. And I appreciate you doing that because you're taking it a step further, saying, yeah, the, these are this is clothing, but it's more than just that. It's it's powerful. And also, I I know that you've been getting cracking down on the NFT game a little bit. I I know you you're constantly evolving, and that's one thing you don't. You don't waste time evolving, and I want to ask you, how do you how do you keep up with the minutia of everything? Yeah, yeah. So, the world, right? Like, you got to think. Worst, like today, like I'm mad inspired by. Like today, I was like observing, built for Cuban links, right? And I was just literally thinking, of all the innuendos and all the things that I could tap into or that have inspired me or that I'm like, damn, I want to turn this into something. Like I could tap into so many things. Right. So like, I feel like we could just do that with anything and, and then apply it to what we're doing. Right. So in my case, a lot of what I'm doing is design and then I'm putting it on top of something, usually a product, a shirt. That's kind of my, been my main canvas. So a lot of the time, I find myself even just thinking in shirt, like what I say. So a lot of the time when I'm talking, I find myself just talking in shirt almost or talking in like it be, could be, become a shirt. And I'm like, oh, wow, I think that's just how my brain has been shaped now because a lot of the time I'm just thinking or I see something like, oh, I could flip that into this. So it's like as new technologies emerge, I'm like, oh, man, like how could I add a new layer to what we're doing and still make it memorable? You know, I grew up on like WWE and like Disney and and like Jordan commercials, you know, and those are all very high produced products. But I'm like, okay, well, if I'm on a grass level, grassroots level. How could I give someone a memorable experience? Um, that way, you know, we look back. One for me, because maybe I'm a little greedy because I want to do something that's cool. And I'm like, well, it's cool to me and I'm just going to do it. But two, I want to give people a memorable experience in the moment. You know, what they're doing, how they how they feel something when they look at it. Because that's how I look at things. I'm like, oh... I like that they put that little label there. Oh, I like that little extra thing. I like all... I'm really big on lots of little things. And to me, that builds the big thing. I don't really get caught up on one big thing. I just keep getting caught up on little things, little things all the time. And I'm like, okay, well, if I do this little thing and this little thing, it just is going to add up. And so I just try to do that with life or any new thing. And I'm like, oh, I love... <clears throat> galleries oh i can't have a show with my boy in thailand coming oh there's a site where i could build my own gallery and invite him to come boom perfect and i could have his piece that he did for the full line in there perfect and now it's just like connecting things and and like now that i've been doing all my interviews online i'm like okay well the world is bigger because there's so much going on but we could also make it smaller by creating these rooms, like how you're doing this pod 
or we do the gallery where like we could give people a a kind of an intimate experience too even though there's so many experiences happening we can focus on the experience that we're giving them now and make it a special one so that's that's what I'm big on it, making making the world smaller is damn like what you the way you put that I feel like that's essentially our job our job as creators in a sense like we want to bring them into our world and we you know we want people to have a good time i mean this in a, in a sense with with bringing the the people to this i think it's good that you're you're doing these interviews and you're putting yourself out there more because i i always feel like when when you respect and like the person who can who creates the product or you respect the ethics behind who is uh, putting putting together the the creative aspects like you, I it makes me want want to invest in that product because I can trust the person behind it, and you doing this is great because people are gonna watch this and they're gonna be like yeah fuck with Dave like and then they're gonna go check out your stuff and then they're gonna buy twenty fucking shirts if you're watching buy twenty shirts, mm-hmm. and <laughs> but um no for real I I I I respect it because. You know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, uh, people who, you know, CEOs, they weren't going to go do an interview and try to be cool or, you know, try to let people in on their creative process. They don't they didn't have that in them because they felt like they were just going to keep their trade secrets to themselves. And 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 then we we came to realize, guess what? We don't really have trade secrets. We're, We're all individuals. We're all unique. And we all got something special to bring to the table. And. With you always being generous, bringing in artists, and and what you said about continuously doing little things, even though you may perceive them as little, it really is gigantic because all of that that accumulation, like it's, you know, a pile of those little things. I mean, that's still Mount Everest, you know, and that's still a a, a big, it it becomes this uh, big accomplishment overall. And with, with that being said, you know, what do you think is uh, the few? What what do you perceive as the future of stereotype and and how do you keep uh, your passion going? You know, as far as uh, the keeping up with the designs and creativity aspects. Yeah, that's that's the fun part, right? Because you. I've even seen it in being in a relationship, right? Like you're with someone and you're super excited in the beginning. You don't know anything. You you don't know anything about anyone. And every day is like this new thing. And it's just, you're in this like discovery zone. But then what happens when you get, you know them in and out. Or you even know what they're going to say. Or you even know... (laughs) the things you don't like about the day-to-day, right? Like now that's kind of where I'm at with what I'm doing because I've been doing what I'm doing so much and for so long, at least with stereotype. Mm. It becomes... Some things start to become mundane. Like, oh, all right, same old stuff. Like, how do we make this fun? And it's like kind of facing the, the routine of it. It's like, all right, coming home at six, going to eat dinner with the family. Like, 
all right, it's not going out partying in Miami on a private jet, but like, is that really normal anyway for most of us? You know, like, so now I'm at this kind of routine stage where it's like, as I said, it kind of goes back to the responsibilities. So for me, I want to just kind of change some of my responsibilities, at least future wise, where we have new minds that are contributing in different ways so then I could delegate my skills in other places you know I could build other brands either under the brand or somewhere else so for me I'm like always evolving as an artist and just like a creative dude so I may I've, I've started other brands that I don't even talk about that aren't on social media that that on paper do better than stereotype, which I'm known for, right? Like this is like kind of my commercial art. But then I have other brands that do very well that I'm not even going to talk about because I keep them low key and they're under, you know, they're under the radar and they're just fun that I don't want to make my public thing. So like I just always want to just keep learning, right? And just keep finding ways and then creating programs where I could be consistently c- collaborating with more people. Like, eventually, I see Stereotype growing into being like an exclusive licensed collection, maybe with OG hip-hop dudes or, you know, because we've never really focused on the bigger names, right? Or like, the pe- I've always focused on the underground and the never heard of before. So I would love to kind of cross into a collab with an OG hip-hop group, right? Or someone I grew up on. Um, I feel like we've been doing it long enough to now step into that arena. You know, shout out to Gangstar. Yeah. But um, not I'm not saying I have a collab with them, but like step into the arena and just... Because I'm ready. To, I could go with anyone. You know, like I could go toe for toe design, like making designs. I could work with almost anyone because I have the resources and the imagination and the ability to collab with anyone just because I, I really just, I take pride in like really caring about who I work with. So like it could be a local church and like seven year olds and helping them come up with a shirt for their CYO team, or I could collab with, like, Easy, you know, and and I won't feel different. Uh, I'll be excited in different ways, but, like, I love, I love all that stuff. And um, I think I could tap into almost anyone collabing-wise. So that's what I want to do. I just always want to keep pushing the collabs and the building of projects um, because then as long as you've been doing it, it's like you're starting new every time, you know, like when I've done dreamer of the month, you've, you've, or you've copped many of them. Anytime I work with a new person, it was like dating someone for the first time, not in a weird way like that, but you get those new butterfly vibes where you're excited about, you're like, I don't know this person. I'm let's figure this out. Like how do you know? So, I think no matter how long you've been doing something, as long as you could find a new way to add 
something new consistently, it keeps the new energy with what you're doing, you know, and I've been, we've done that with Dreamer of the Month, and I, w I would like to collab with more people more often, and I think right now we're just hitting a, a growing pain where a lot of our time is focused on production, and it's affected our collabs, but it hasn't affected our consistency of design in many other places. So, like, I just want to keep doing more collabs, and I think as long as we have that machine rolling, the creativity will flow, too. Well, I, I foresee, man, the collaborations growing because you've done so much, you know, for the art artist community, the hip-hop community, and I know that you're you're an East Coast person, and I could really, I, I mean this wholeheartedly, I could see you, I could imagine you collabing with Wu-Tang, doing some, doing some really cool designs for them because I, why I really, I fuck with your clothing is because it gives me that hip hop, the the arrival of hip hop feeling. The, those butterflies you spoke of, right? Where, yeah. oh, what is this new thing? What is this? What is this style of music? What is this style of clothing? And and you giving back, man. I think that you are gonna you're gonna get that, bro. I, I promise you that because, you know, even a Yeezy collaboration, I can see that because. With the consistent the consistency of what you've done and and as much as you give back and I know that you you run stories about artists I've I've recommended people for you to talk to and and you've really gone out of your way to provide a platform and I think you doing that that's not that is never gonna go unnoticed my friend uh, you know and that's that's some real shit because. Appreciate we live that. in a time where people are so afraid to give props or so fucking egotistical to competitive to a toxic degree that the idea of even saying, oh, I like that, you know, or, or um, you know, it's like if you talk to a, a big name director, you know, they might just be like, hey, Michael Bay, what what do you think of this film? I fucking hate it. Da, da, da. Like you hate it, but you yeah, yeah. It, it becomes that weird thing. <laughs> but it's it's beautiful <laughs> because you, you carry that East coast energy and like what I love about, um, the style of what you're doing is you, you keep the grittiness of, of the, the hip hop world, but you also have this, this really cool art artistic layer that is clean. It's, it's really vibrant and it's powerful to people. And I, I think, all the innovations you've done to the website, uh, the production, it's it's paying off greatly, you know. And I, I want to also ask you, too, you being a, a New York native, what what are some of the uh, some of the things you like to enjoy out there that that maybe someone like me on the West Coast may not be privy to? Yeah, yeah. So uh, New York, you know. Staten Island, we're the greenest borough. You know, there's lots of parks here. So there's nothing like just walking around a park. Just walking around. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm guilty of being home a lot, locked in mentally and physically. But just walking around, just walking around, just seeing life. You know, if you see a dog or running around with the owner or someone on a bike or just someone pulling up in a Porsche or something you you see all these random things and um 
you never know what's going to happen, bro. Like, I was walking about a month ago, bro, someone was completely knocked out, like, on the floor, on something, and I'm happy I was walking around. I, I, I knocked on the neighbor's door, I got the neighbor's attention, probably saved this guy, like, not say I'm not taking no credit, but, like, just walking around, who would have known that you'd see a guy on the floor completely messed up, and then the, the, we got the ambulance to come and the firemen or whatever. And he called me the next day and thanked me, man. And, you know, so just kind of stepping outside the house. I hope you don't run into a situation like that. But anything could happen, right? And, um, but you, you, you have an experience. And I feel like, especially if you want to, you want to live your life, like for me, is the first word is live, right? Like, so you got to go out and go do something. If it's as simple as walking around. Um, food. The food game in the New York is just... is so There's so much culture, you know? And I, I've been to the West Coast. I love the West Coast. Um, but just the New York food... Italian game is next level. Um, there's just so much good spots. I, I love Italian ices. Um, the, yeah, like Ralph's Ice here is just for me is is just like is everything. Like just having a Ralph's Ice, like a brother's slice, um, and that's a lot of Staten Island stuff. But um, East Coast, I would just say getting outside, just walk, literally like walking around, and there's so much going on. You know the part Staten Island. You're not going to walk into stuff most of the time, like Brooklyn or the city, where you just walk into something happening. Um, but I would just say, you know, stepping out, not even making a plan, like, hey, let's go to the park, let's go to the beach. And um, th- those are just great moments. You know, I love, I love those moments. Um, I wish they could happen more, you know, because we all get kind of, working all day and then we come home we're tired and we just want to lay around but like every time i've just kind of stepped out the house even when i was super tired i always came back with like a really cool story like oh man i met this one oh i found these socks from these guys from puerto rico who were in the bronx mm-hmm. like there's always some there's just so many people mixing up that so uh but yeah east coast uh new york Staten island shout out to everyone Shout, of course, shout. the West Coast too. All right, no shout out, shout out to everybody, and it's crazy too. You, I'm happy you mentioned Staten Island, so that that Wu Tang collabo thing I said, like it, it, it linked up, but 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 that's perfect. And I will say this too, I, and this is from having some experience. My grandma is originally from Philly, who she lived in New Jersey for a majority of her life, <clears throat> and then I've, I've been to New York, and I think what i love about new york is how they do their pizza it it's i feel like um, like 
a whack slice of pizza in New York or maybe even like a meh slice of pizza in New York is still better than a lot of the shit that we can get out here. It's like they sell Philly cheesesteaks out here in Los Angeles and there there are some guys from Philly they can do it well but I I think part of what makes a Philly cheesesteak is that Philly that Philly smog creeping into it, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like like it's it's the air or it's the people say it's the water with the dough in New York. It's Yep, yep. It's something in the air. It's something it's something where you got to go there to get it and that's what what is so beautiful about just what you said getting out traveling or just going outside just walking around you don't know what you're going to walk into because you're with that you're pretty much you're letting destiny take the wheel right you're letting destiny take the wheel and then from there you're going to see where it gets you but (laughs) it's good too that you you took the time to help that person because most people, majority of people are going to be like, yeah, fuck him, it ain't my problem. But <laughs> you doing that is, you might have helped restore that guy's fucking faith in humanity. Because you don't know, he could have gotten knocked out by some kids. Even if he was passed out yeah. from drug use or whatever, like what you did was a positive thing. And it, it helped that person's perspective upon humanity. And if more people were to do that, then I, th- I think we're all, we will all be in a better place emotionally. You know, I, I really believe that. Thank you, my brother. Oh man, now nah, thank you, dude. I, I I'm I'm so happy to have you on because it, this has been, when it comes to certain podcasts, I feel like this has been almost like some Godfather shit. This has been, this is, this is this has been a long time in the making because I wanted the podcast to be at a certain quality of video and audio before I had you on, and I'm I'm lucky to have this. Uh, facility you know i'm working with the great engineer geo behind the boards and yeah shout out to geo and um i watching you build up what you're doing it's it's a big inspiration for me and you know you being on chase talks hip-hop i i always ask every guest this I want to ask you, you know, you mentioned some of your dream collaborations and you could you could talk about it in the context of collaborating with them. And you can even name a few more than five. But who is your top five dead or alive greatest rappers? Good question, man. So I'm going to go off personal impact, you know, people that MCs that really got me through something. You know, this is so like, of course, got to give it to Kanye. He, you know, Martin had a dream, but he like, he made it, he made a dream like, he made it visible, you know, and just, (laughs) you know, and, and I'm not comparing their impact, but like Kanye's impact on me when I was like 18 was everything, like, he changed my life. College dropout was everything to me. And then graduation. And then my dark twisted fantasy. And then <laughs> so like it just keeps going, but Kanye bros the homie, bro. He just he's got me through crazy times and he's motivated me to even spark things, you know, and just seeing the level he takes it. So definitely him. I could do a whole episode just throwing flowers his way. Um, oh, he, he would Eminem. 
<laughs> got I gotta say Eminem, man. Like, just as a a white kid from Staten Island, Staten Island. Got um, respect. You got the white boys of respect out. <laughs> yeah. So, bro, Eminem just when I was literally coming into high school and just seeing him, bro. At first, I was a little like, damn. Who is this? Like, I didn't really trust in the beginning, but, bro, he just, he changed, he changed my whole life, bro. Straight up. Like, music artists have, when I say that, like, they've really had that impact on me. Like, their music, the songs, they've motivated me. They've got me through, taken me to some great moments. And, um, bro, M just always impresses me. And there's always debates over the favorite album, but I just love that his consistency and always just evolving how the last album's different than this and it's like bro Eminem Jada um I've been with the lock since literally the first album like I have I have the album literally right here uh hey hey exclusive hey so when I heard all for the love which was the solo record on that album on that album by kiss bro i was i was locked in bro like knowing that he was with bad boys at that time like that was i was probably like 12 when i got this album um and i was i love that he was with dmx so there were some things lining up like oh, i was like oh he's on the locks is on this oh they have the record with mace i love mace growing up but, bro, once I heard All For The Love and I heard that solo record by Kiss, bro, like, from that point on, it, it was just, I just patiently waited to hear his verse on whatever it was. And he never failed me, ever. Like, he just, he just got me every time. And just, like, even to this day, um, I got this album. Got the newest... So like it's full circle. Whoa. But uh But yeah, Kiss bro. Um now the last two are a little tricky, but uh gotta give it to Nas, bro. Just in terms of just the consistency and just the classics and just the storytelling and everything, bro, like oh man. The last one's tough. 'Cause there's like how do you feel that last one? But I, I grew up, like, I love Cameron. Like, that was my dude, right? But I would probably, I, I don't think I could give it to him now. Because I think over time, like, we've both grown. And then he's kind of taken new initiatives and the music. So if I have to kind of give it, I, I probably gonna probably got to give it to Jay, bro. Um, just in terms of consistency, impact on the game. Bangers. You know, um, in the fifth, it's not in that necessarily order of who I think's the best lyricist. For me, this is just people who I, who like raised me in the hip hop game. And then there's so many, like so many one, I feel bad leaving some people out, but I'll probably stay those. No, I'm, I'm happy you did that because, you know, it's hard to come up with a list like that because there are a lot of factors, but I'm happy you kept it. Um, to a personal level of like this is what you know this is what what got to me this is what influenced me 
And Jay-Z is, I, I agree with you on his consistency. And on top of the fact that he really has checked a lot of boxes as far as having good B-side records like Meet the Parents, having those hit records, doing features with Beyonce and stuff. So then he has extra hit records, you know, like yeah. everything he's done has been a propellant. And also to see... Um, you know, again, like 444, you see him age, you see him grow, you see him admit to his faults and mistakes as a man and a husband. And yeah. we're, we're kind of even seeing that with, with Kendrick Lamar now. And like what I love about hip hop is that since it, it is still somewhat of a young genre, we're allowed to, to grow. We're allowed to, to, to fuck yeah. up and make mistakes. And because I, for as hipple as for, Hipple. For as fickle as hip hop fans are, uh, sorry about that. As fickle as hip hop fans are, it's it's weird how we're also really open minded to different subgenres and different things that come about. Like I, I used to, you know, not be the biggest fan of Uzi Vert, but then it took time, and he grew on me. And I'm like, I I, I don't, I'm oh, not yeah? mad at this kid. Like, I, and I call him a kid. He's older than me, but it's <laughs> it's. It's just the adjustment of everything, and in the list, you bring up Kanye, influential, Jay, influential, Eminem. Uh, he, what what you said is important because Eminem, pretty much when he came out, it was like, is, is he dope? Is is this gonna be good? And there was this weird questioning thing going on, but after he, he staked his claim for a bit, you're like, all right, he's cool. It's not even it's not even like that, and. Jada Kiss, I'm happy you, you showed me that CD because you said you got that CD when you were 12. That is one of the clean. It looks fresh out the fucking store. <laughs> I, I got to give you props, man. You, 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 you keep that stuff in good condition. 97. So, yeah, I was 12. Literally. Dude. I got this and the DMX on the same day. Circuit City. I remember it like yesterday. Wow. So, so you copped that one and it's dark and hell is hot. Same day. Same day, yeah, that was a good day, dude. You you showed up on a yeah, dude. Oh my god, I have the X back there too, but I'm like hooked up and stuff. Oh but, no, uh, you're all good, man. I <laughs> I appreciate you just showing even even the record oh, on wait, the wall. Oh wait, wait, I have it right here. Oh really? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Wow. Yeah. To the listeners, he is showing the DMX cover for "It's Dark and Hell Is Hot." <laughs> He's got the the CD, the jewel case. <laughs> looks like it was bought off of Amazon yesterday. It looks clean <laughs> and beautiful. Now, I, dude, I I love CD collections because there is something personal to the CD collection. I've talked about this, where, you know, I I, I know I'm like these kids these days they don't know, but no, like I remember the excitement of flipping through the book. And seeing who the fuck was behind the music, and yeah. it's kind of come lost Shit. because no one cares who writes songs anymore. But man, the experience of <laughs> going and getting a CD and flipping through it, like that was my version or our version of uh, what like our our parents would do when they fucking went and looked at records or digging for digging for a, re a record a crate and. Yeah. Now, now we we mine digitally for music, and and there is this kind of almost nonchalant thing to it. But it it's awesome to to see the the growth of things, the the acceptance, and the the fact that I can even do this show with with the internet. The internet has prompted my existence 
you know, to do this because yeah. the, the, the the harsh reality is if I could never take this show to any network and say, hey, I'm just going to talk to people. The show is called Chase Talks Hip Hop. And we're not always going to talk about hip hop, but it's, you know, I'm going to bring people yeah. on who pertain to the culture. They're not going to they're not going to listen. And, you know, and I'm OK with that because the, the reality is maybe I'm, I'm not meant for that platform. The Internet is as much as there is still censorship going on and people blah, 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 cancel culture, all this and that. I, I, I truly believe that it's still the wild, wild west and anything can happen, you know, and the, the fact that your, your company has, has really capitalized off the internet, the marketing, using social media, reaching out, networking, it's great because, you know, people are always going to feel disconnected with bigger companies and that, and that's the, the issue with as like giant companies like Nike, like it, it can become this cold relationship of, I know you're just going to put out a commercial with LeBron James, but with you actually putting in the time and care and, and talking to your customers, giving a shit and appreciating the fact that they like your art. That is the true success of entrepreneurship. When you, when you're grateful um, for everything that is granted. And I just want to, I want, I just have a couple like quick questions before we get you out of here but oh yeah 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 do you have um any books movies um and any yeah. outer inspiration that you would like to let the people in on yeah yeah so which one do you want first you want uh, let's let's go book and then movie yeah so uh i would say a book that that recently has really helped me and and got me into a really good it got me into some really good patterns, like patterns that I've wanted to be in for a long time. Uh, Miracle Morning. Miracle Morning. It got me into some really good life patterns. Um, where just, I always wanted to meditate. I always wanted to journal. I always wanted to work out. And I didn't know how to fit it in. And that book, bro, just put it in perspective for me. And it helped me find a groove. And I've, I've, it's crazy. I've been journaling. I've always wanted a journal, right? And I never was able to kind of program myself to even get in that flow. I always kind of just jumped into my day and that was it. And then before you know it, I was like, damn, I wish I said what I was feeling or whatever. Or, oh, I wish I could look back on this. But that book really got me into healthy patterns. Some that, have unlocked certain parts of myself that I was like, Oh shit. Like I got to face this. Cause like when you're meditating, you're, you're journaling, you start facing new things. You know, I feel like a lot of us, at least me, <clears throat> we deal with stuff and it's easy to kind of just be like, Oh, I'm good. And just throw it under the bed. Right. And just kind of let it pile up like socks or whatever. But then eventually, like you eventually have to clean that, all those socks under your bed and I feel like that could be our feelings with shit and um you know the journaling and the meditation has been uh, very powerful for me and uh, I, I gotta give credit to that book which helped me find a pattern and a flow to even get in that stance and uh so yeah Miracle Morning it's definitely been great um so what was the next one 
Oh, um, a, f- a favorite movie. Oh man, so many good ones. You you Shit. could even name a couple if you want. Like don't don't ever feel limited. <laughs> Whenever I say a question, it's pretty yeah. open ended because I'm I'm I I'm long winded. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, trying to think. So I love I love Goodfellas. Goodfellas to me was just, bro. There's just so many parts you could just tap into, and there were just moments that will forever like be part of like history in terms. I just love Goodfellas, and there's just like story. There's like lessons, right? Of like loyalty and and just hard work, and then like fighting demons and then fighting temptation you know there's just all these other things and it's like balancing it out right and it's like it's some of that's on like some of the biggest scale of stuff um i really liked avatar when that came out that was a really good one i love bronx tale Bronx Tale. Tale I big. remember that one. I it took me a second when you it clicked. It's it's the De Niro one, right? Uh no. That actually wasn't with De Niro. No, it no, no. It was with Chaz Parliamentary. Uh Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I'm remembering it now. And and there was the Oh no, no. And De Niro wasn't it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my bad. He was the, he was the father. Yeah, yeah. Parliamentary <clears> was the main. Oh, okay. He was Sonny. Yeah. So I love Bronx Tale, Avatar. Those are some some really good ones. Did you did you catch that new Avatar trailer by the way? I I saw it but I think it was late at night, but I'm really excited about the new Avatar. Oh, dude. No, dude. It's going to be sick, bro. I I think yeah, whenever whenever Avatar movie comes out, I feel like we needed one since the pandemic. Like we needed the Avatar <laughs> sequel for a minute for yep. the pandemic, but I'm happy uh, we're finally going to get it. I just hope you know, because the longer the wait, the more the hype there is. I The yep. thing with the first Avatar, why it took off, was because we were kind of in the dark about it. There wasn't, you know, the internet was around, but there weren't all these, <laughs> you know, comic blogs or, or like, sci-fi blogs. <laughs> now there's going to be all this speculation. They got this character yep, yep. that we, we literally, they have a language. <laughs> there's so much going into the movie, all this pressure, but... I'm still excited. I'll, I'll I'll like it either way. Even if I don't like it, I'll try to find fun. But you know, and uh, one one more honorable mention. I want to shout out. Uh, he got game. He got game. Like I'm go. like, I'm one of the biggest Spike Lee fans. I just I love his work. Right? Like from Malcolm X to do the right thing to even the new all the new stuff too like but he got game you know i love just basketball movies i love right like i'm already into it just because of that but then like bro spike denzel ray allen coney island bro and the story of just the the college life and and the hype and everything bro like that's one of my favorite movies of all time just i love that film and um, I'm, I'm that's that's my jam. So yeah, just wanted to shout out at least one of my favorite spikes, even though there's quite a few. But the he got game, forever, uh, forever there. He got game. That's definitely too. I w- I would also put that in. I want to say top five sports movies too. Like I I'm not for me. I'm kind of picky with sports movies, but yeah. I gotta put that in there. 
crossover was cool, but aside from that, um, <clears throat> before before everything, before we get you out of here, I want to ask you um, if you could give some advice uh, to to the people real quick, let them in on some knowledge. And then uh, I just want you to plug everything that you're working on, and um, I'll, I'll let you go about your day and finish up some things. But uh, before that, I just want to say thank you so fucking much for coming on the show. Oh yeah, and um, thank you, man. Thank, no, thank, thank you, and I, I appreciate um, all the effort, all the support, and I wish you nothing but continued success. And I'm excited for uh, for the people to, to to hear what you have to say. And uh, to to check out the the work that you've done and the the creative output that you that you continuously put out. Yo, bro, I I just want to shout you out because, bro, this guy put out a this guy's on like, he's like the freaking Cal Ripken a podcast, bro. He just like every day he has like he's like four thousand episodes. <laughs> so yo, shout out to you, man, for just being being a you know, true blue to what you do. And um, I'm honored to be part of this, bro. And uh, thank you. Yeah, bro. So, um, it's just great to be here. And it feels cool to be. I'm always interviewing people. So it's good to be on the kind of being asked some stuff. Even though a lot of my guests do ask me some good stuff, too. So, yeah, man. What, what was the question? Uh, um, some words? Yeah, just some words for the people. If you have any advice for up and coming creatives, entrepreneurs, or people just trying to, you know, find themselves, like what you said earlier about finding your identity, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've like a a couple of pieces, right? Because like, I feel like you're gonna come in, whatever it is, right? If you want to be, just say you even want to be a teacher, right? Or you want to be a mom. There's this like, you're creative too. So I don't, I don't want anyone to ever be like, oh, well, he's an artist. He's creative. Mm. I, I work on bridges. I'm not an artist. But, like, I try to tell all my people, like, yo, you're creative. You don't even know it. Like, you making that meal today and, like, coming home by 3 to bring your son to soccer to take your daughter to karate to then still cook it. When you could have came home and just bought some shit. You still cooked like you're creative. If anything, more creative than me. Because all I did was maybe design today. You made all that work. So like, I try to tell everyone like, yo, you're creative. If you're an art, if you, your, your career or whatever it is, is an artist or not, like you're creative. And like, it's, it's cool that maybe I see it and you don't, but it's true. But we're, we're all doing something creative and like everything we're doing, we do have a, it's kind of like, it's a blessing to be here, right? Even though there's a lot of, a lot of weight to hold and it's not always fun and there's like lots of pain and struggle and, and like work that has to be done. But like, we're pretty blessed to be here and like life is very short, like I've been doing the last week or so, bro, just, I'm, I won't go into it, but like this one here is hurt. This one's dealing with this. This one's figuring this one out. One of my good friends who like, he got his shit together. This person got their stuff together is dealing with some life shit right now. We're like, it's on the edge. 
So like, yo, like be good, be good to yourself, be good to others. You know, like call your call your people. Don't let the don't let that bullshit get in the way of what you what you're trying to do, you know, and and talk it out, right? It's this this question got me in so many places cuz it's been a it's been a crazy week just seeing everything and thinking about it all. But like, yo, just be good to yourself. Like if you're overworked, take yourself out to lunch. Like the other day, bro, I literally hugged myself. Mm-hmm. Like I was dealing with some crazy stuff, bro, and my body was killing me cuz I was busting my ass all day. Bro, and I had no one to hug me. I literally hugged myself because I, like, needed it. And I was, like, dealing with physical pain and emotional. And I was like, yo, like, I'm going to hug myself right now. <laughs> I know it, sounds, it may sound corny, right? And, like, I also, I also say, like, talk, like, talk to yourself, but say good things, too. Like, a lot of the, the shit we say to ourselves, it's bad shit. I I find myself too and I have to like talk to myself talking to myself and like this is all stereotyped as oh you're crazy oh you you're weird no like you could say good things to yourself like yo go get it oh go have fun go take care of yourself go go get some ice cream like say some good shit to yourself you know like that's what goes back to like being good to yourself and like take a time out too like it's okay, like, the grind is great, but, like, take yourself out to get some nice hot soup. You know, like, go get go get an ice, even if no one could come with you. You're, you're with yourself. Take yourself out. Play some dope music in the car or even on the headphones. Like, give yourself some timeouts. The same way in a game where it's getting crazy and they're like, damn, we're losing by 50 right now. Game six. They take a timeout. Give yourself a timeout and just be good to yourself. You know, like, I'm going to go get myself. The other day, bro, I got myself a basketball. I'm like, yo, this, I'm, I want something simple. I'm going to just buy myself a basketball and, like, just take a walk. You know, so the journey is not always the most fun, but, like, that's the journey. It's not always going to be fun. And I also tell people, like, when you're doing what you love to do on this nine to five or whatever, like, because when you do your thing, you love, it becomes a nine to five, probably even more. And like, let's not give the people who work their ass off on a nine to five, a hard time. We all are going through something. Let's just all support each other. And like, if you're really about what you're doing, you're, passion should become a nine to five too so you also got a nine to five so let's not put anyone else down let's just all support each other we all have a different path and like just by being kind bro like how you said oh you reached out to me noodles and you had me on this simple acts of kindness little things lots of little things all the time add up and they don't take much time reaching out to your homie calling your mom Telling your pops, like, yo, man, I know we're beefing or whatever, but yo, whatever it is, you know, oh, hey, bro, I love you. Saying to your homie, right, oh, screw this, oh, being tough, you know what I mean? That, of course, we got to be tough in this world, but, like, 
it's okay to be human and be like, yo, man, I love you, bro. Like, I, I hope you feel better. Like, are you okay? Yeah, you know, not and not just saying, how are you? I could probably go on for no, an no, hour no, about continue, all this. No, but... continue. I, I'm not trying to interrupt, but I agree. It is Transparency isn't weak. Yeah, yeah. Just being real with your people. And, uh, yeah, man. And, and don't stop dreaming. You know, you have a dream. Life changes. We change. We hit the goal. Make a new make a new goal, and it's not to overwhelm you. It's just to give you something to look forward to and climb climb for. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm hitting these moments, bro, where I'm like, yo, I wanna I wanna get to this next point, and it's they're overwhelming these dreams. But I'm like, yo, in a year or two, there's gonna be a new one. So you know, get used to it. Or when you get to that dream you wanted, it's okay to talk about it. But yo, if you get what you prayed for, and I, I know I have, it's time to step it up, you know. And so yeah, that, those are just a couple of things on the path. Um, no, thank you. No, thank you. Appreciate you asking that, that question. Well, no, I I thank you for saying that because, you know. So often we as men, you know, we're, we're so quick, you know, or, or even just the, the perceived culture of how we, we as men are, there isn't always room for that. Hey, you know, are you good? I love you. I'm just checking in on you, boss. Like, you know, like you just being there for a friend. It's the idea that people could perceive that as, an, as a weakness is silly, because to me, I think like fake tough guys i've been around guys who are like fake tough to me that's like all right chill out but some of the the toughest men i know are completely willing to open up and and speak and because they're comfortable in in their skin and you doing that what you just said speaks volumes because i felt it i I was listening to every word and it means a lot because we there's so many people who can relate to that negative self-dialogue you know we, we give ourselves so you know, if they're listening it to, to this in their ear and you say that, you might have just changed the directory, the, the trajectory of their day. <laughs> directory. I'm, make, I'm like making 80-year-old guy mistakes, but nah, it, it's that's awesome, man. It's it's a movement, man. And speaking of the movement, I just want, before we get out of here, if there's anything you want to plug, any new drops, I, I'm going to have the link below uh, the description for stereotypeco.com as always, as it has been since you are a sponsor for the show. I appreciate you guys and in, 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 uh, in all the efforts, but I just want to hand you the floor and let you uh, say whatever you'd like. Yeah. So, uh, so this is kind of probably backwards of self promo, but like it kind of goes back into, you know those DMs you get, and it's always like, "Yo, have you heard of this?" Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna get you this. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a stock I want you all to invest in, and the ticker is YOU. I need you to invest in yourself, please, because it will be the best investment that you make ever. F a crypto, F F a option f or whatever it is compared to the investment that you make in y-o-u it does not compare and whatever that is for you invest in you you know what i mean if it's learning 
healing, talking, taking care of yourself, loving yourself, deleting, uninstalling, reinstalling, getting away, going for. Don't forget, invest in yourself. Please, please. It's a time where we're going to see so many things. It's like, well, this is going to happen. You're not going to be able to do this. You're going to have a lot less here. This is going to be four times more here. It every All these things are like reminders. You know, maybe they do kind of exist. And it's not like being ignorant to things that are happening or like prices or whatever. But like keep investing in yourself. Please. You know, so... That's my last statement, but yeah, connect with me. You know, Dave Noodles, that's N-O-O-D-L-E-Z. Just hit me up and uh, just stay, you know, stay connected. You could see uh, the interviews we do, the, the merch, all that good stuff. Uh, Chase always drops the brand, so uh, it's already there. But you, Stereotype Co., that's the brand, you know, that, and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to be on the show, man. Thank you very much for uh, opening the floor, and uh, I appreciate it, my dude. Hey, well, thank you for always being authentic and even taking your time to plug your stuff to actually tell people to invest in themselves. I, I love that about you. You know, you, again, you know, you're you're an authentic person, so I'm happy we had the chance to come on do an authentic show uh, for the folks, and it's been it's been a long time coming. This show, this yeah. podcast has been a long time coming. I've known you since I was living in Salem, Oregon. Now I'm out here, and um, I'm wow. I'm just happy we got the chance to do this because you've always you've just been a super supportive person. And again, if you need me, I'm a phone call away, and this is only Same going here. to be the first of many. So I'm excited for what you're doing and to the people. The links, uh, I'll even, I'm going to point up here so you guys could, maybe there's something around me or him, be like, oh, here's a link, da, 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 YouTube stuff. But uh, anyway, guy, anyway, I um, I appreciate your time. I'm going to let you go about thank your you, day. Man. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, the great Dave Noodles. Thank you for your time, boss, man. Much love, man. Keep up the amazing work. Don't stop dreaming, my bro. Hey, thank you. I won't stop dreaming. You, you too, bros. You too. <laughs>